to Be Boomer Unleashed. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for today's episode and all the episodes of Be Boomer Unleashed. Today's episode, episode 122, Just Good News, journal entry number 20. Before we get into today's episode, let me remind you, as always, where you can find us. You can always find us at beboomerunleashed.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at Be Boomer Unleashed, on iHeartRadio at B.BoomerUnleashed, on Facebook, Spotify, and Instagram. You can find our link at Be Boomer Unleashed and on Twitter at Be Boomer Unleashed One. And as always, we encourage you to drop us a line at Be Boomer Unleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's Be Boomer Unleashed at gmail.com with your comments your criticisms, and your suggestions for future episodes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Bee Boomer Unleashed podcast, just drop us a line, tell us what you'd like to talk about, what good news story you'd like to tell, or if you have a friend who you think should be on the Bee Boomer Unleashed podcast, let us know about them, and we'll do our very best to get you on the show. Now, today's episode, episode 122, Just Good News, journal entry number 20, like to lead that off with a comment, which is actually the title to a song. It is Well With My Soul. Now, that song has been uh, sung in churches for years and years. It was written, I think, back in about 1876. I want to share the lyrics of that song with you right now. Now, I'm not going to sing the song. Uh, you know, I don't want you to shut down the podcast right now. I want you to listen to the words of this song, though, that were penned by Horatio Spafford and were set to music by Philip Bliss. The lyrics of the song go like this. When peace, like a river, attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trial should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sin not in part but the whole is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. And Lord, haste the day when the faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. Now, those are tremendous lyrics, and a good tenor, or a good soprano, or a good barbershop quartet, or a good Southern gospel quartet can sing that song and make an impact on your life, make an impact on many lives. But you say, well, what inspired somebody to write a song like that? It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Well, Pat Haley, 
a contributing columnist to the Times-Gazette in local nearby Hillsboro, Ohio. Last Christmas, he wrote a little column about this very thing. And uh, check it out. It's not made up. You can look it up in the history books. You can look it up wherever you like. But this is pretty much the story of how this song came to be. Mr. Haley says the theme had been rattling around inside the brain of musician and composer Philip Bliss for months. The melody wouldn't leave him alone. Yet he had no words to put with it. (laughs) He had the melody. He had the song. He had the tune, but he didn't have any words. Imagine that. Like many composers, Bliss created the composition and placed it in a drawer, expecting a good marriage with the words he knew would be forthcoming someday. So he wrote the song, and he said, you know, someday the words will come to me, or they'll come to somebody, and it'll look good or sound good with this um, song, with this melody. Tim Collar of the Times-Gazette in Hillsborough has been writing a delightful 12-part series of articles entitled The Twelve Carols of Christmas that appeared daily until Christmas Eve, relating the stories and history behind many of the best-loved sacred songs of the season. Pat Haley goes on to say, The account I want to share is just such a story. He says the tale begins in Chicago in 1871, near a small shed situated behind the home of Catherine and Patrick O'Leary, and located four or five blocks from Lake Michigan. A spark started a blaze inside the shack that roared as the wind picked up, consuming the entire downtown. The fire had practically destroyed the entire real estate holdings of Horatio G. Spafford, who was also a successful attorney and entrepreneur and took the life of his four-year-old son. David Warner wrote that in late November 1873, the Spafford family began celebrating Christmas again, the season of goodwill. And goodwill is what they needed. They booked a trip to Europe, a voyage intended to restore hope and bring healing into their lives. Well, an urgent business matter detained Horatio in New York, but he sent his wife, Anna, and their four girls, Annie, aged 11, Margaret Lee, aged 9, Bessie, aged 5, and little Tanetta, aged 2, sent them on ahead. Horatio kissed them goodbye and told them he would soon follow them. In a few days, they planned to dock in Europe and arrive in Paris, the City of Light, in time for Christmas. Once on board the ship on the evening of November 22nd, Anna and her girls knelt, repeated their prayers, and fell asleep, dreaming of the Yuletide festivities to come. But at two o'clock in the morning, the ship jolted them awake inside their berths. Despite flawless weather, the Ville du Havre had collided with the Loch Urn, which was an iron-hulled Scottish clipper. Just 12 minutes after impact, a wave swished over the deck. Anna tried desperately to keep her children together, but the two eldest became separated in the confusion, and the sea drew Anna into the deep along with her two youngest daughters. She held on to five-year-old Bessie until she could hold no more. And her last memory of two-year-old Tanetta 
in her tiny nightdress torn from her grasp, floating away until she, too, disappeared. Later, the crew of the Loch Hearn found Anna floating unconscious on a wooden plank. Days later, 47 survivors landed in Cardiff, Wales, and Mrs. Spafford telegraphed her husband, Saved alone. What shall I do? were her only words. Horatio boarded the next ship, leaving New York to meet his wife. The December night was raw and windy, and oblivious to the freezing weather, Horatio paced the deck for hours until the ship passed the approximate place where his daughters had perished. The captain pointed below, but Horatio didn't look down. Instead of panic, a sense of calm quietly engulfed him. He returned to his cabin and sat at a small wooden desk. The words flowed, It is well with my soul. Philip Bliss read the words of Horatio Spafford's prayer and remembered the tune he had long ago put aside. He sat down at the piano and finished the composition. And a few months after writing the song, Philip Bliss was also dead. Not on an ocean liner, but on a train. A giant locomotive from Buffalo, New York, heading west through Ohio. The solitary whistle blew as they passed through Ashtabula, Ohio, and approached a long wooden trestle. The bridge collapsed, and like the Ville du Havre, the train fell to the bottom. Bleeding and dazed, Bliss crawled through a window. He tried to pull his wife out behind him, but the twisted metal pinned her under the ironwork of the seats. Understanding he could not save her, he slid back through the window and joined his wife until they both died. At age 38, at the bottom of an Ashtabula County river, When peace like a river attendeth my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. In 1881, the Spafford family moved to Jerusalem, and there they set up a small orphanage near the little town of Bethlehem. And their purpose was to provide a secure and caring home for the children of the area. That's where that song came from. It is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, though trial should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. In today's world of turmoil, of hatred, of evil, of uncertainty, of fear, of worry, it is well with my soul. And the last verse of this song is perhaps my favorite. And Lord, haste the day when the faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. 
Is it well with your soul? Is it well with your soul? That's the question I would pose to you today. Do you have any unfinished business between you and the Savior? The good news is, if you do, it's not too late to receive Jesus as your personal Savior. As we said earlier, the world is filled with worry, with heartache, and with fear. But if you know Jesus in pardon and forgiveness of sin, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be well with your soul today. We've been teaching through the book of Revelation in my Sunday school class, and we're in chapter 6, the opening of the seals. And folks, although Christians, if you're a Christian, if you know Jesus as your personal Savior, you're not going to be going through the tribulation period. But if you don't know Jesus and Jesus comes back to take us out of here, guess what? You're going to be left behind. And you're going into a world that you don't want to be a part of, led by a person called Antichrist, which is the exact opposite of Christ. But you know what? If you're left behind, you're going to believe that that's Jesus. You're going to believe that that's the Christ. You're going to believe that that's the Messiah. And he's going to really lead you astray, and you're going to be doomed to an eternity in a place called hell. But the good news is Jesus died for your sins and for my sins. He died for the sins of the world. He also said it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Won't you trust him today? If you're under the sound of my voice on this podcast and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, today is the day that you can do that. Today is the day of salvation. You don't know whether you're going to live to see tomorrow or not. But you have the now. You have the now. And all you got to do is just, in simple faith, invite Jesus into your heart. Say a prayer or something like, Lord, you know, I'm a sinner. I've messed things up. But I'd like for you to come into my heart. Save me of my sins. I'm sorry for what I've done. And I'd like for you to save me from my sins. And you know what? If you pray that prayer and you really mean it, he'll do that very thing. Is it well with your soul? Well, I'm here to tell you it's well with my soul, folks. Not because of anything that I've done, but because of everything that Jesus did for me. Well, it's been a pleasure being with you today uh, to tell you about the good news of this song and the bad news that inspired the verses to this good news song. Well, I appreciate you coming by today. I hope you'll share our podcast with your friends. Next week, we'll be back with another episode of Be Boomer Unleashed. And I hope that you'll join us for that next episode and for every episode of Be Boomer Unleashed. But until we meet again, have a great week, and may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye. (laughs) 